Cleopatra I, coming at you. I was you. trying, yeah. Yeah. What? I don't get that. That was a, there was a band when I was in middle school. It was a girl group called Cleopatra, and their song went, mm. Cleopatra, coming at you. That's it. Are you thinking of the offshoot? Cleopatra 2525, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the syndicated uh, late weekend evenings yep. uh, TV show. <laughs> from the same producers. Same time Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. From the same producers as The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. It sure is, yep. Is, is there, on a long enough timeline, do we just sit in silence and stare into each other's eyes without saying anything? <laughs> because, like, if you finish sentences long enough, it just eventually it's just silence, right? <laughs> oh, and that's the cold open. <laughs> do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Everybody, welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 161. I think no one confirmed that for me, but I'm just going to go with it. Indeed, indeed. just like that movie, just go with it. Okay. I don't know. Sandler. Is that like get I think over it's it? Sandler. I, I don't know. It just sounds like a preposition. So. Yeah, fair. Uh, joined this week and all weeks from now until the end of time. Uh, <laughs> yep. We just discussed it. Um, <laughs> yep, we did. We've made a deal with the world to continue making movies long into the future. So we'll be fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I talking about? I'm talking about my friend Seth. What's up, Seth? Hey. Wink. Stop winking. It's throwing me <laughs> off. It's so weird. Seth just keeps hey, winking. Hey, listen. Like he has a if secret. If you really want to mess somebody up, just like throw a wink in every once in a while <laughs> because they're so rare, I feel, in modern society. They're either very, very sexual. Yeah. Or they're like. I don't like... think anyone winks to be sexual anymore. I think they mm. wink as a joke about being sexual. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> audible <laughs> wink. I do love a good audible yeah. wink. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like to, I mean, these days it's it's not really uh, feasible, but I really, really like to, um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think my partner in the other room heard what I said about people not winking to be sexy and just texted me hard disagree. <laughs> uh, so. Yep. Uh, yep. Well, that uh, seals she it. She is correct. We're bringing she is winking absolutely back. correct. <laughs> Um, I I really like to double down on on the saying wink by also pointing. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the least. Um, uh, We'll introduce Zach, and then I have a short winking story. So Uh, also joined by my dear friend Zach. What's up, my dog shit friend Zach? Yeah, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I was fine until about thirty seconds ago. How are you, bud? (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm all right. (laughs) All right. I'm wearing my ba- I'm wearing living my my headband That's lights true. now to keep my hair yeah. out of my face. It's a whole new I'm, personality. I think it's not it. a bad look. Uh, I'm really I'm I'm I might as well be McDonald's. You're loving it, yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, I thought that you were like mostly composed of McRib at this point, <laughs> sawdust and fake rib meat. <laughs> I haven't had a McRib since 2013. Do you have the mm. exact date or? <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, this, yeah. This the if time I go, you ate 15 McRibs in one sitting, me, and you're like, I can never do this again, or my heart will explode. Give it's me, like in Thank me, You for Smoking when he gets all of those, oh, um, yeah. all those patches on his. Body. Oh, the nicotine patches. Mm. Yeah, that'll that'll fuck you up. Uh, if you give me enough time, I'll go through my old Instagrams because I took a picture of the McDonald's marquee the last time I ate McRibs because it said McRib is back. Mm. 2013 is a dull the, year, I guess. Huh? <laughs> that is the saddest uh, five f- five second film I can think. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Okay, you're the story. Oh, oh, well, no. Before I, I... our dog shit friend Zach needed to be introduced. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. <laughs> oh well, no. It, it actually was more like I used to have this problem where I would wink a lot. So everybody knows I I lived in a certain Slavic country that can get pretty rough and tumble, mm. and I I I was mugged over there, yeah, and stabbed in the side. But it really f- fucked up the side of my face for a while. Oh, because um, my my cheek and nose and parts of my jaw were broken yep but regardless yep. i had this tick for a while where i would just be talking and i would just be like winking in the middle of talking oh no <laughs> and it went on for like two years after the event <laughs> and so i'd be like talking to people in like just normal conversations and just like yeah like this is just a normal way that i talk yeah. like it's and then it's... everybody was like oh my god seth is so fucking horny yeah exactly like... and the topic matters a lot like if you're like i had a really good salad the other day wink like seth wants to fuck that salad that's <laughs> that fucking is... weird <laughs> i ha- i have literally had this conversation with some friends <laughs> that knew me uh at the time yeah, yeah. and like yeah no they were like i thought you were flirting with me i was like no wow. <laughs> i just like i have a tick yeah like it has subsided, but like for all, for like two solid years, Whew. I was just winking at everything, and I was like teaching at a university, and I would mm. be winking at, at the students, and that was a problem. Tough, yeah, not great, <laughs> not great. Um, I love that. I love that in this universe, you have to like first day of class, get up and you introduce yourselves, and then give a giant disclaimer <laughs> about your winking. I will not like, be fucking any of you this semester. The university <laughs> lawyers have asked me to read this prepared statement. I mean, it's a, it's a little different, but yeah, you're not far off. I did do that because I was like, hey, like, I, I have a tick. Sorry. I'm, I'm your new neighbor, mm-hmm. and I'm legally obligated to yeah, tell you. Yeah, do you, you want to see the, the big-ass scar over my one eye or the or the scar on the side where i got stabbed like whatever <laughs> i am your professor seth fart noise this is my good friend patrick warburton <laughs> fun fun um anyway although i think you'd be more of a seraphinowitz but you know mm, yeah that's probably true <laughs> regardless uh, we have a show well yeah i right? guess sure. i yeah. mean I don't have a lot to say about the movie, but yeah. Nor I. Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyway, Zach is faking a movie this week. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Uh, we have to talk about my best friend, Marielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, much better than Zach, because, I mean, we can forget <laughs> about him. Seems to be going. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, Zach, I love you. you know but that. yes, check out oh. our Twitter, because Marielle does hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she does. So things? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is a weird Alright, I'm doing a movie. We all decided to take a drink at the same <laughs> fucking time because Swallow yeah. sounds. Anyway, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, anyway, Zach is faking a movie. Zach, what are you faking this yeah, week? Yeah, so I'm this week doing War of the Roses. 
Um, mm-hmm. This cast. I'm is... really, I'm really hoping the hashtagging of War of the Roses brings a lot of accidental traffic to <laughs> yeah, some, uh, it. Yeah, some history yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't mention the Lancasters at all. <laughs> oh, only the Yorks. <laughs> Uh, this cast is, I would say, Seth's magnum opus. Uh, it is truly. Oh a Jesus! Thing to I forgot hold. he did this. Um, I also forgot I did this. Yeah, it's something. So we have Michael. <laughs> Can you say the real the person's real name after you say Seth's thing? I might or... have to just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> Michael quote that cartoon Doug to his friends Douglas. I don't even really Michael get that Douglas. Yeah, yeah, that one's Doug yeah, funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Doug Funny. Yeah, yeah, that was the reference. Just to be clear, Doug Funny does not star in this movie. Michael Douglas no, stars. In this it'd be movie. weird yeah. if he did for sure. It's a good nickname though. Um, well, Doug Funny just for no, Michael no, Douglas. No, no, Mike, not the cartoon character Doug. I don't think a full sentence counts as a nickname anymore. Anyway. That's not even. <laughs> it's a lot of nickname. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what about Polly the squealing bitch? That's Isn't just that a weasel, Polly Shore. Oh. All right, whatever. God damn it! All right, second cast member. Uh... Uh-huh. Yeah, because Polly Shore is not in this movie. No, no, no. God, I we wish. have Michael Douglas. For those keeping track at home, yep. right now we have Michael Douglas. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathleen, not Tina Turner. Yep. Mm-hmm. We need a hero. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yep. Um, Dan. Fal- so Kathleen Turner. Uh, Kathleen Turner. Dan mm-hmm. Tholomew DeVito uh, mm-hmm. speaks for itself. <laughs> Does it? This one's, <laughs> this one's, this one's even okay. more breathy. This is if this is the last one. Like this, this is, is the last one. Gave you four it, cast members. It has, and I noted this when I received it. It has embedded quotes. <laughs> there are nested quotes mm-hmm. in this yeah. quoted middle thing. Yeah, that was fun. Sean, quote quote, come, Mister Frodo, end quote. He cried. Open quote. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. End quote. End quote. Aston. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Sean, Astin. Sean, Astin. Sean Astin, Rudy himself. Sean Astin. You should have done the Wait. accent though. You should have been like Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Mr. Frodo. I, I, yeah, it would have been fun. Anyway, probably. all right. I had one uh, very failed idea that obviously wasn't going anywhere, but it was mm-hmm. literally the first thing that sprung to mind. Um, a Schitt's Creek spinoff TV movie where Alexis opens a bougie boutique store across the street from David's, and hijinks ensue. It's the War oh, of the yeah. Roses. The last name Ooh. is Rose in that. It is. Huh. Oh, that is not. I, mm. it's, it's, that would be a good it's episode. It's the thing Netflix should pay for because we all want it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna make a confession. I still we I have the whole final season sitting on my on my computer. Oh. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I haven't watched the final good. season yet either. Oh, it's so fun. We could watch it together. Yes. We should. It's great. Let's. It's not that long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd also like to dine together with people again. That sounds ever fun. drink a beer um, around humans. No. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Yeah. I only drink COVID. <sighs> so say we all. We we do have my partner does have friends outside right now, sitting distance away while drinking. So oh. like you guys are, you guys are close to what what my future may have yeah, in store for that me. That sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done that sitting outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So real thing. Yep. Okay. We open on a couple, Mikey Duggs and Kathy Turns, uh, on the Mateus estate. As World War II finally wanes, spirits are generally high here in Portugal, but our married couple seem distraught. 
They guardedly discuss business excitedly, but are clearly very irked by what seems to be some sort of rivalry. We cut to a father and son team, Danny and Samwise himself, the Lancers. They, too, are almost manic in their planning and rushing around. We're not sure why. They shout across the shop, uh, Danny exclaiming how much they're going to need to beat the Mateus crew. Uh, since I love this casting of them as a father and son, this mm-hmm. really they're both this really works. Real for short, yeah, frumpy dudes. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. Yep. He's like, you got your mother's height because <laughs> he's actually technically taller. Oh right, yeah. Because everybody and football prowess apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking hate that movie. <laughs> it's not I also great. Hate that movie. It's not great. Um, so Dan is exclaiming how much they're going to need to beat the Mateus crew uh, since the American GIs were just all over Europe experiencing this mysterious product and now are going to want it since they're home with their sweethearts. So we then split screen. This is kind of a schlocky movie. Like it's very yeah. much, um, all right. I'd say I like late 80s, early 90s. It's like mm-hmm. very sort of cutesy in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we split screens, we pan out, and we reveal that we're at two separate vineyards. That's right, boys, we're the War of the Roses. Get fucking psyched! Yes, think of that. Wow. Yes, all day, all day. That is very good title, dude. Uh, I'm very pleased with myself on that one, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, there's... I take it back, you're not dog shit. Yes! Back you in did it. it. Back in it. <laughs> well, wait till you hear the rest of the movie. We'll find out. No, uh, ah, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. The title did it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, so there's going to be a genuinely massive demand and consequent shortage of wine, uh, given the sh- surge in globalism inherent uh, in global war. Um, our two mm-hmm. crews are getting in on the ground floor, um, and they couldn't be more psyched about it. The problem is uh, grapes take decades to properly cultivate, so we need a quick solution to the supply side of this problem. Um uh, time is everything in this case. Uh, these dumb Americans will drink whatever they're presented with, but are notoriously brand loyal. So being the first to market is paramount. Oh, are they going to make Pruno and sell it to Americans? I mean... Oh, I was, I was thinking you were going to go for the uh, was it the Austrian wine uh, scandal of the eighties where they were just filling it with turpentine. Yeah, uh-huh. we're kind of we might we very well oh. might. Yeah. Well, so we're doing a little of column A and all of column B. Yeah, I like the sound of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I drink it. I'll be oh. honest. I, if you tell me I wasn't going to die or go blind, yeah, I would. I'll try, try it. anything ten to twelve times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, So the two small vineyards are close to each other, um, and it's a very close-knit area, so the word gets around. Um, Mm -hmm. They both have a small but proven crop. The problem is, again, they need to stretch it as far as they can, because that's where the big money is in quantity. Um, Mm -hmm. So in a sort of long-form montage, both teams try out various methods. Um, We do just thin it out with vodka, sugar, and water. It's like a little less aggressive than turpentine, but like in the vicinity of, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's terrible. They, it just doesn't work. Um, we try to uh, just throw all sorts of other random additional fruit in there, and maybe it all ferments out the same. Same kind of thing. It's the worst sangria of that, all time. That's yeah. much much closer to yeah, horrible. It's like five alive, but alcohol. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, we even and less sugar. <laughs> God, Lord knows. Uh, we even try a prison Pruno style. Just add bread and sugar and hope for the best kind of nightmare yep. scenario. <laughs> 
Um, and at every turn, both teams are just revolted by the outcome. Like, visible yeah, spit sure. takes, lots of physical comedy. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, you know why you make Pruno? Because it's the only option. That's the only option. Because you have ketchup and yeah. bread and a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't actually do it in a toilet. My dad was a prison yeah. guard. They do it in they big They do bags. them in hefty bags, and they stick them in, like, a, a supply closets yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Dark and yeah. warm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the joke is a toilet. Yeah. Come on. I know, I know. <laughs> For the goofs. Um, there's some fun antics in the middle bits, uh, where there's like some light sabotage, lots of grandstanding, uh, mm-hmm. the whole town, again, very close knit picks sides and really heightens the sense of rivalry. So we get mm-hmm. to really let our like, you know, late eighties comedy hair down in this section. Um, so after all that work, um, they both decide on a humorously similar, just chuck it all in there and all of the bad kind of balances out situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's literally all they have, like they got to do mm-hmm. it. Um, so they know it's not good, but it's all they've got. Uh, the resulting beverage is sort of like a watered-down pink orange, which, of course, looks nothing like the wine that everyone's used to. Um, mm-hmm. So they realize now that they're actually better poised for success if they market together as, like, a new style, and there's, like, two things coming to market, and then it seems somehow normal to the Americans, I guess. Yeah, um, because, they're you know, it's it's not a new... It's a new style, so, like... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of it, mm-hmm. so it's it's good, yeah. Um, So they decide on Rosé as a rebranding, hoping to bringing the two markets, uh, bringing the two to market will increase the legitimacy in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, At the culmination, they all go to America uh, for the simultaneous debut. Um, There's a sort of Paris tasting of 76 prelude uh, type -hmm. situation here. You fucking love that movie Bottle Shock and I just don't get it. It was like genuinely the inspiration for this movie. Yes, I Hmm. it is so fun to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, oh, Zach, you need to put your pinky down <laughs> before you continue just, the podcast. It's, you might strain it. Like Ooh. the bottle shock is just like the Mighty Ducks. It's the fucking underdogs come and like hand the the good people their asses. Like it's it's just an underdog. Who's story. It? It's 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 Alan Rickman and Chris Pine and who's Alan the Rickman is the is taster. It? Chris Pine and um the president from Independence Day. Uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. I was gonna say it's not Paxson. No, no, like no. uh, two thirds of the main cast aren't dead. Are <laughs> no, <they>? no. <laughs> that oh, would boy. be sad. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um. So yeah, they go to this tasting thing. Um. There's lots of fanfare and everyone is expectantly waiting some of that good good European wine everybody was getting all juiced up on when they were over there fighting the crowds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so. Our two groups uh, wait expectantly and extremely nervously. nervously. Um, They put everything they have on the line here. Um, A panel of five randos uh, taste each. These are all like American XGIs or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they confer very sort of emotionlessly. Uh, Again, the the sense of um, expectancy is very heightened. Uh, our teams assume that they're in for it. They they assume that they hated it, of course. Um, we see yeah. that they're almost coming together in shared anxiousness at this point. Like It is like the two teams have come together. Um, after what seems like an eternity of deliberation, the head judge announces very dramatically that, in fact, they love both of them and they could not pick a winner. It's the best thing they've ever had. They can't wait to have the full supply. Yep. Yep. Um, and so in hindsight, our protagonists aren't all that surprised that these dumb Americans would love this barnyard swill, uh, and they all rejoice as they head back to ramp up production and take the plebe booze market by storm. Zach. Yeah, it's good. A triumph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I wow. like I like your uh, theme of uh, mild uh, sabotage because that is some, very similar to this movie. Some light sabotage instead of mild sabotage, it is extreme. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Um, before we keep going, I actually so the Mateus brand and the Lancer brand are real first. The first two rosés. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I recognized Mateus yes. as a as it's a, a weird yeah. squat bottle, and it was known. So I have some fun facts. Um, they mm-hmm. were the original rosés, but now it's like they the tier of booze they are is like not quite bum wine, but it's like mm-hmm. one up from bum wine. Like it is considered mm-hmm. genuine trash. Um, huh. Notable findings: uh, it was found stockpiled in the cellars of Saddam Hussein's palaces when they yeah, toppled his regime. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Um, it is the preferred wine of shout out QE2. Uh, good looking out. <laughs> Confusingly. Okay. Yep. You know, we haven't mentioned uh, her in a while. I know. I know. Got to keep her yeah, interested. Yeah, Liz too. Yeah. Hit yeah. us up. Remember, We'd love to have you on the show to talk about how you should really, you Like know, we should dissolve the monarchy, the monarchy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> probably not real popular with her, but yeah. Okay. Um, Whatever. She can come on and talk about it. Let's talk about sure. it. Sure. We are. We'll have an open panel, an open discussion mm-hmm. scathing know. talk yeah. radio yeah that is our thing mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then finally um andre the giant also uh loved yep. this wine it was said to have drank six bottles before he did most matches because he was a he human garbage drank disposal. for pain management for sure yeah he did. and mm-hmm. inhuman yeah. quantity wise like yeah, yeah. right yeah. he was like marvel's inhumans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, on ABC, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, had a giant dog named Lockjaw. Yeah. Oh, oh. neat. <laughs> uh, see, Zach, I thought when you had Lancer, I thought you were like doing a Mitsubishi thing. N- n- no, <laughs> I was thinking that you, the the opposing one would be something like close to York because Lancer, Lancaster. Oh, sure. Oh. I thought you were, like, bringing in some historical stuff, and then your opposing team was going to be, like, something analogous to York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, That that could have been fun, but I like... uh, It's not necessary. It's absolutely not necessary. Yeah, you stuck with what actually happened. Sure, yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah. yeah. Cool. You guys know Bon Jovi has a a rosé? He feels like more of a rum tequila guy. I'm surprised that he has a rosé. Bon Jovi and his son own a winery. In New Jersey? they put out a rosé, and last year was its first year's vintage, and it won the wine enthusiast best new rosé. Incredible. They don't Uh, don't grow in New Jersey. There's no fucking way. I don't know where they grow. It is the Garden State. It was also the highest ranking rosé in their top 100 wines. Or not highest ranking rosé. It was the highest ranking rosé of any rosé in their top 100 wines of the year as well. Fuck. I am writing uh-huh. this down so I can go try to find it. <laughs> oh, it sold out so incredibly mm. that it's like it's on back order for like three on years. On a steel horse oh it rides. Yeah. All right. So in four years in Jerusalem... Let's uh, drink some of this Bon Jovi <laughs> yes, wine. Yes, yes, Upon the sacred ground. <laughs> oh, That's a hell of a reference, Seth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> be good, be good. Why don't you tell Zach about the Yeah, room? what is this thing? Oh, yeah, we could talk about Sam Neill's winery instead for a while. But I hear also yeah, quite right. good. Yeah, yeah it, it's not bad. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Zach, you want to hear about The War of the Roses, a 1989 film? Well, that inflection suggests no, but yeah, for the sake of, you know, yeah. the format. Well, uh, do you want to try to guess the director before I even describe it? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll describe <laughs> it first, and then you can guess the director, Zach. God but damn what it. If, you had, to, if, if you, you had to guess, who do you think yeah, directed this Yeah, if you had to guess, movie? who would you say God, it'd be fucking this? John Carpenter, but 
what I I thought this was kind of a comedy. Like I know nothing really about it, but that would be fucking weird if it was John Carpenter. Yeah, well, I mean, um, so here's it would be weird, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird. All right, so you guys don't even give me like a buffer. It just goes Carpenter, <laughs> and then oh, let's hope he forgets in fucking three weeks, and I do every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Zach, um, here is the IMDb one-sentence summary sure. for 1989 War of the Roses. A married couple try everything to get each other to leave the house in a vicious divorce battle. Oh. Is it a comedy? Well, I have some info about that. It's but, supposed okay. to be, but well, it's based on a novel and this, there's all kinds of stuff. But uh, this can't yeah, be a John um, That'd be fucking bananas. That doesn't sound. Yeah, there's uh, no so, sci-fi. There's no horror. There's no nothing. Yeah, it turns out you're right. Oh, turns out Danny right. DeVito directed it. It's Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh shit! No kidding. Huh. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Seth, this. I'm so we didn't talk about doing that goof before the show, but I was gonna do it. Oh, so shit. I'm, I'm really yeah. I'm That's so our glad. weird uh, connection thing today again. Jesus Christ! Wow, oh, man. Yeah, do you want to hear a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. <sighs> yeah, Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas are married. The whole movie is like from them meeting up through their divorce. It's like 17 years. And There's a frame narrative. We start with Danny DeVito talking to some schlub in an office. It's, but It's hmm. fucking Homer Simpson. Oh. Oh, that's uh, uh, Dan... Uh, uh, Castellaneta. Yeah, Dan oh. Castellaneta. Danny DeVito has the fucking gall to get the voice of Homer Simpson <laughs> and sit him in a room... And tell him a story for two hours, and he doesn't never say a word. Never yeah. speaks. <laughs> cool. Never speaks. I didn't realize. I was. I was just thinking before we were recording. Where the hell is Homer in this? And oh, it mm-hmm. turns out that it's because he didn't speak. He's hidden. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll start with the fucking frame story. Danny DeVito's a lawyer, and he's telling a story to some to a prospective client. He was mm-hmm. one of their lawyers, presumably. Yeah, yeah. so Michael up. Douglas and Kathleen Turner are married. We go through their whole relationship. It sucks. Honestly, for me, it doesn't seem like they ever had a good relationship. I agree. They, they always had horrible money, like squabbles, and like uh, Michael Douglas always felt like he was pulling more of the weight than... And, and is also incredibly like domineering and is always mm-hmm. correcting her and also like it's a He's bad really relationship cool 80s himself. gender roles sounds like yeah very mm-hmm. funny yeah except yeah well and so michael douglas is is a lawyer and devito is one of his friends who ends up representing him in their divorce case yeah, and he tells him about uh this loophole not loophole but a law in the books uh where you can cohabitate while divorcing because people couldn't afford to not cohabitate and the whole crux of the divorce is this giant, like, sprawling mansion. old mansion they live in oh. uh, that neither of them is willing to give up. So it's like a and dance competition situation, but you can't leave the house? Like, the last one in the house wins? No. It's more like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, okay. uh, the, yeah. the whole movie is them being shitty to each other, and then the once you get about an hour, they're being actively shitty to to try to make each other leave, and then the last half hour is full on physical and psychological it's, torture. It's, of it's each other. the the last half an hour like was terrifying. Mm. 
Fun. Like this was ostensibly a comedy movie, but the last half an hour, like the the emotional and physical abuse that they inflicted upon each other was literally terrifying. Like, oh, and they die. Oh yeah, they both die at the end. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Well, we, and we, then, we'll and get into that at in their the own hands. Oh, I, okay. I figured we would talk about like things. I was just trying the plot. Oh, like, yeah. The mm-hmm. last half hour is them torturing each other. They die. Devito is like, so that's why I'm telling you. If you're going to get a divorce, you have to be kind to the person you're divorcing, or you should go back and try to rekindle your love. And then uh-huh. Dan Castellaneta gets up without talking, and he goes, and, re- and now DeVito calls his, his his wife on the phone. He's like, I love you, honey. I'm coming home. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I, and he was, a, at the beginning of the movie, Dan, uh, Danny DeVito is a womanizer. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, he gets a, he gets like a foot job. A foot job. On oh. a, under, a, at a dinner party, and it's a glass table. <laughs> yeah, and everybody can see this. <laughs> like, it's so fucked uh, up. Did he write this as well, or just direct it? No, he didn't he write just it. Directed it was based it. off it's... of a book, but okay. um, this this sounds like a Devito vehicle for sure. Yeah, it really. Well, we, we'll... we have some thoughts about that okay. for sure. Yeah, we'll um... talk about the Devito stuff. We'll, we'll do some more plot stuff, and then oh, we'll... Sean Astin is their son. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Sean. Sean, Astin... and they also have a daughter, but I don't. I don't, I don't remember think the actress was her famous. being yeah. somebody that I really knew. Okay, uh, Heather mm-hmm. Fairfield was her name, and I don't really know who that is. No, me neither. How do they die? Uh, chandelier yeah oh chandelier so from abuse <laughs> oh wait the, yeah, the same chandelier they, so, takes them both out at the same time so early in the scene okay uh, let's just talk about the last 30 minutes okay uh, jesus christ so kathleen turner tricks michael douglas to coming to to because he ruined this like she's just becoming a caterer mm. and he ruined this like client dinner she had so then she's like tricks him into coming to a dinner where it's like Let's make nice, you know. And he, throughout this whole last sequence, professes that he still loves her and never stopped loving her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't think she ever returns the sentiment. No, she, she, she actively like doesn't say anything, and and that's yeah. true in the final scenes of the film too. Like she, yeah. she does not reciprocate. Like she hates him. Okay. Yeah. There's no love there. Yeah. But she like. So she th- she's like sends him an invite to dinner and she makes him this elaborate dinner and he's like no and she feeds him his dog she turns yeah his dog she into like pate. The, whole, the whole thing is is like pate she's like really into pate that's what starts the whole thing and she's like he's like uh nobody nobody who makes pate this delicious could could possibly be evil and then this, she says oh it, it's it's your dog th- this is objectively yeah, no, not er- a comedy <laughs> earlier in the movie he also it wasn't actually his dog oh that was that was uh, a yeah. move but okay Either earlier way. in the movie he accidentally killed her cat and he tries to like gaslight her into thinking that she did it because she hasn't been able to sleep lately oh. like it's it's real fun, fucked up. Fun, fun, um, fun. yep so they get into like this whole fucking like crazy like physically he, yeah he like completely destroys the oven and just it's on mm-hmm. fire and half destroyed and then they're like destroying all of his like porcelain figures that he loves because he collects like weird antiques and okay. and uh she goes up into the attic and and loosens the bolts on the the chandelier to try to drop it on him because oh. mm-hmm. they have this gigantic like sprawling foyer no um, that's the first like actual nefarious 
like murderous kind of sitch i've heard well he does start he does like board her into the the house while there's fires going on yeah yeah so like so like the sequence of events is like she serves him presumably his dog uh and then he then they like start throwing porcelain you know figurines at each other like heavy shit and then I uh, they like fight more. He pushes her down the stairs at one point, and she like breaks her arm, maybe. Jesus. And then they keep fighting physically, and she ends up running away to the attic. He ends up trying to rape her during this. Scene. Yes, damn. he does. What the fuck is going on? And she she like bites down on his penis really hard, mm-hmm. and while he's you know wallowing in pain, she kicks him out of an attic door you know like 10 feet onto his back it's it's this is this is horrifying eventually they both end up on top of the chandelier um, yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay. and yeah it's like and at this point the their live-in maid has like come by to check on things and knows that something's fucked up and she gets devito because i guess they know each uh, other mm-hmm. too and and she's like come help and they're both on the chandelier and he's like, I'm going to find a ladder. I'm going to find a ladder. And like, she goes, I'm, I'm scared, you know, like what's good. And he goes, well, this thing should hold us. It's fine. And she's like, I loosened all the bolts. Cause I was trying to <laughs> drop it on you. And he goes, okay, well it still has these electrical cables and these cables can support 200 pounds each. each. And mm, okay. <laughs> and, and then you just see them come unspooled from the, uh, mm-hmm. from the connector sure, sure. and the chandelier falls and they're laying on the ground and wow. they die. Well, yeah, and and uh, uh, Mikey Doug's uh, like in a final like them, you know, being broken oh, on well, the ground when they're in the chandelier still suspended. He says, "I never stopped loving you," and she just doesn't. <laughs> he even doesn't respond. respond. It's really awkward when you're like six inches from each other. I would imagine. That. Yeah, right. Yep. And uh, at the the very like f- like final thing of them being alive. Uh, he like reaches over and puts his hand on her shoulder from like a foot away, mm-hmm. and with her last effort, she like like pushes it off, <laughs> and then they die, <laughs> and then they die. <laughs> you know, there's a fun way to do like goofy physical hijinks, and this sounds like the exact opposite. This of was <laughs> this was like incredibly jarring. To yeah. Watch. So let's talk about this as a comedy just briefly sure. here. Um, so it got nominated for Best Picture Comedy at the Golden Globes. Wow. It got nominated for Best Actor in a Comedy, Best Actress in a Comedy mm-hmm. at the Golden Globes. And it played nonstop on Comedy Central in the late 90s. Oh, how did I miss Seth, it? Seth, did you laugh at all? What? Did you laugh once? <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> There's no jokes. I, I, so usually the 80s no. fucks up comedy in the like goes too far into comedy where it's all very corny and stupid. This is like unprecedented for like over yeah, the top 80s it was, comedy. It was, it was a, like the first half of it, the first two thirds was boring. So painfully okay. dull. Yeah, like I, don't, I, I, I could not be made to care about these rich people and their stupid problems. Sure. And apparently in the novel it like really, that it's based on it really hammers home that these people are rich materialistic assholes that suck. Mm-hmm. It strikes me but, that is the and, novel not intended to be funny and they like 
kind of switch genres? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look it okay. up. I, I only like looked up that there was a novel. I didn't go in, in depth it just, at all. It feels like if the humor wasn't there, it feels like they may have tried to genre switch. And that's why like it wasn't intended to be a comedy in the first place. Yeah, I mean, every every like short description of the novel is like it it like is picture, heavy picturesque satire. that descends into a world of macabre uh, self-destruction. Like that doesn't sound like a comedy to me. No, but people really liked it. That's very confusing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it did. It was well liked by critics, at least. I don't know sure. how well liked it was in general. Oh, but... Yeah, I mean, it did okay. And Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner and Danny DeVito, for that matter, had already made two incredibly like successful movies together in the eighties. Oh, yeah. Which ones are those? Uh, uh, the Romance in the Stone and Jewel of the Nile. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's probably like right. I I imagine whatever trailer exists for this movie is like. Mm-hmm. He, back again like <laughs> yeah the uh, we'll keep coming the, that's it <laughs> the movie poster for it is like ridiculous because it's like uh kathleen turner and and uh uh michael douglas like in bed in a thought bubble with danny devito smoking a cigarette below them it's very jarring yeah it's also okay so one of the things that really stood out to me about this movie is it wants to be simultaneously a screwball comedy mm-hmm. and a hitchcock movie yes absolutely which and he did make it wasn't quite a screwball but he did make a comedy i was gonna say that is also pretty dark yeah but i don't think danny has the chops to like meld those in a reasonable okay range. let's get is into it totally... let's get into the direction let's uh He's a totally decent director, but okay, like, okay. yeah, I, I mean, actually it's... really liked the direction. I thought, I thought, oh. like, the shots were really well done. Well, that, yeah, the composition so, like, the whole, was great. It's the whole first, like Seth's saying, the whole first two thirds of the movie that are boring is the composition is like a really old, like '30s movie. There's lots of monologuing. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like, there's no quick cuts. S- there's no like over the shoulder mm-hmm. cams. There's nothing like that. There's set up. There's a lot of setups for like physical goofs that just. It's not that they don't pay off. It's just that they don't exist. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it looks like the setup for a '30s comedy, like a mm-hmm. old vaudeville bullshit. But fast talking, you know. Sure. But everybody's really deliberate and drawn out. Like that's mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah. Like, like the first two thirds of this movie just feel like if you put Cary Grant and <laughs> like Rosalind Russell or katherine hepburn in this movie people are like ah this classic of of 30s comedy like yeah exactly i mean again it it sounds very sort of jarring in the sense that it doesn't fit yeah it's like you're mashing too many weird flavors together kind of or well because then it shifts completely into hitchcock and there's full-on hitchcock scenes like there's there's shots from uh what rope in this oh. movie and there's shots from like vertigo in this movie oh, so it's not like, subtle at all danny was just like that worked let's do that yeah okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. weird um well, it's only a second movie so like i kind of yeah, get it sure. but, and his first movie is a fucking hitchcock homage too like <laughs> yeah so 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 that's the thing uh we were talking about this very briefly today but like danny devito seems to only have one thing he likes directing and that is like abject horror not horror mm. but like cruelty cruelty oh mm-hmm. hmm. interpersonal cruelty weird yeah so like 
so uh, another film that I'm sure you're aware of uh, is Matilda. Oh, a children's oh, yeah. movie. They do torture a lot of kids in that one. Yeah, yeah. which is a movie about cruelty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, not really so a kids' like, movie and, in hindsight. Yeah, I mean, it's Roald Dahl, which is already like sure. Roald Dahl. The subject matter <laughs> is already there, fucked certainly. up. Yeah, the the source material is already based off of cruelty yes. towards children. I mean, <laughs> all Roald Dahl novels are one hundred percent. But um, but here's here's the thing though is like Danny DeVito as a person though, uh, barring that he hasn't turned into Frank from Always Sunny at this point, which he may have, <laughs> which apparently There's he rumors, might have. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know before this, so again for a Matilda reference, uh, uh, Mara Wilson's mother was dying during the filming of that fuck of that movie, and Danny DeVito. What directed it and took care of Mara Wilson. Oh, for that entire time, and even managed to get a screener of the film to Mara Wilson's mother, bef- like four months before the movie premiered, hmm. just as she died. So he's not a weird sadist in real life. He... No, he like I mean, That's uh, confusing. like as far as I'm aware, Dan DeVito has always been a pretty stand-up dude. Yeah, that's been my worldview of him certainly. Yep. Yes, I, I will. I'll say I've never heard a bad story about yeah. him. The worst thing I've ever heard about him was he was receiving a, like a lifetime achievement award as like an independent film producer because he's also he's prolifically produces movies. Oh. Um, yeah, and his he showed up to the award ceremony really drunk, and his acceptance speech was just holy shit balls <laughs> over and over and over again. But like, and that's the worst thing I've ever that's, heard. That's about good him. kind of fun. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But the the movies he's directing are very like this movie was gross. Yeah, that is confusing. It's like he so the, before this he just throw mama from the train, uh-huh. which yeah. is. Another very Hitchcock yep. movie. Uh, in fact, it references Strangers on a Train. That's the whole driving point of the plot. Okay. Uh, he does Duplex, a movie about driving people out of their home. Mm-hmm. He does Death to Smoochie, oh. which I don't know what the fuck that movie's message <laughs> no, is, no but it's does. not. Yeah, it's 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 a very cruel, violent yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like... I mean, John Stewart talks about it a lot, though. So <laughs> that's true. I mean, he was in it, uh, so. He, he, yeah. Um, he did he did Hoffa, which is a movie about a man who was probably murdered. Like yep. Yeah. And who was a piece of shit before that. Like Yeah. And like some of his movies, like at least some of the early ones, like this one, it has that like moment at the end where it's wistful and like talking about you gotta value what you have. And Throw Mama from the Train actually has a really sweet ending. That's too. true, yeah. But it's so based in cruelty. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's It sounds like the yeah, the balance isn't there. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have a balance of like sweet and sadist. Yep. It just has the sadist and then like tries to lighten that with a little bit of caster sugar on top of your sadist <laughs> yeah. pie. Also like the sequencing of everything matters a lot. If you start with the cruelty and sadism and then end on like a genuine like held out good note, I feel like you're fine. Mm-hmm. But if you do yeah. the cruelty right at the end and then like f- do some sort of fleeting redemption thing that doesn't actually land. Which is what it this sounds movie like. does, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bummer. Um, yeah. So, Zach, for you, um, at one point, uh, Kathleen Turner buys for Michael Douglas uh, Morgan 4-4. Oh! 
Yeah. That is quite right. opulent, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is one ex- it's all busted, so it, it's when they're still kind of poor, and he has to... Okay. Yeah, she, she managed... It, it gets any, restored, like, for sure. sure yeah, sure. And, he, and he, like, fixes it up. And then later, she demolishes it by running over it in, like, a 4x4 Bronco Ugh. or something. Yeah, she trades in... She she realizes what she wants to do. This is before their marriage totally falls mm-hmm. apart. She realizes that she wants to start being a caterer or a chef or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and I made some money doing something I did. And what I wanted to do is like, I wanted to have a real car, like a car that I could like run a business with. So I traded in my Volvo for this big four by four and it'll be here tomorrow. And he's like, uh, chill. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then it pays off. I don't know why she couldn't just have the big four by four to start with. I don't know. Like, you yeah, know, it didn't really change much of the narrative yeah. other than she uses it to destroy his Morgan. I do. Yeah. While he is inside of it. You, to take the words out of Lee's and maybe Eva's mouth, you do hate to see it. Uh, cars getting destroyed in movies. Yeah. Like nice, show, rare Eva, cars. Yeah. <laughs> friend of the show, Eva, is the originator. Of so that I, am t- I just, yes. I just, I just credit, took it credit because credit it's great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Sounds kind of not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess there is one other part. Uh, he thinks he's having a heart attack at one point, and he ends up in the hospital. Oh. Like, um, that's they think he's having a heart attack, but it turns out it was like horrible, uh, like a hernia or something. Yeah, some because kind of Kathleen hernia. Turner, Whoa. Kathleen Turner's character is a gymnast, like, oh. and she cr- basically, as Seth put it, Xenia on a top of mm. him. Uh, yeah, jump, she jumps on that bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she does not go to visit him in the hospital. I was going to say, that seems to be, that would be the obvious setup for like, they come back together and she's like, oh, I realized I love you because you almost died, but no. Yeah, so he writes her like on his, what he assumes is deathbed, writes her this like very, like pours out his soul note about everything that he has is because of her and it's, and it's hers and he loves her. And as this is going on, they call her and they find, I guess this is right around the time they're finding out that he's not having a heart attack. Uh, and the nurse tells her he's going to be fine. And she's like, oh, I guess I won't go. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so then DeVito is the one who actually like takes him home oh. and they become, they really bond over this. Mm-hmm. But then later when they're getting divorced, she uses the note as part of the divorce leverage. Ooh. Yeah. In order to, um, yeah. And get the house. Oh. In order to get the house. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. this movie and i feel like i sounded more enthused explaining that than i did watching it because (laughs) certainly watching it i had nothing yeah Yeah. i was just it was as the only one of us with divorced parents um this is a lot like what actual divorce is like (laughs) like it's just (laughs) endlessly long and everyone shows their true nightmare colors and it's not there's nothing fun about it yeah yeah, this I seems mean, like a this... a weird like real depiction of that, but that has no place being a movie. Turns out, <laughs> you know what's interesting? I think about divorce now yeah, among us millennials and sure, whatnot. Sure, sure. Um, mm. One, I believe I've heard the divorce rates going down, but yes. also the marriage rate is going down yeah, too. Is highly cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like there's going to be a lot more no fault divorces because no one owns anything. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. Well, and, yeah. and our whole generation had parents that fought over all their shit, and so we're just going to do the like clean break, fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah. like I I don't actually care about 
any of these things. Right. You, well, we it. could all see our parents fight over that, and then it, another, it did, didn't matter in the end. You just go like, oh, life goes it's on. It's like, do you, can I have this pan and you take the other pan? Uh, you joke, but uh, yeah, okay, that's literally. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. Um. Huh. Oh, boy, this movie was... Ooh. This movie sucks. It sounds sucks. like a bummer. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> It's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's not a comedy. It's not even. Then? I'm confused. No, I just hmm. cast. I remembered it being a movie. I you remember Comedy Central think, forever. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that I probably was like uh, uh, a little colored by like Jewel of the Nile and sure. um, Romancing the Stone, which are both great like, movies, reasonably fun movies. They're say, incredibly dumb, but they're fun. Those are both on my list, and we've been talking about doing those for like a year now. So, yeah, I don't know if that's okay. Worth well, doing. we won't say anything yeah, more yeah. about them, but um, but uh, we won't be able to do both because one is a direct sequel. I was going to say, other, I thought they were but, quite related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't remember what other option we gave you, but um, yeah. Either way, also, I, also, it, I remember. Growing up in our VHS cabinet, there was a movie about the War of the Roses. It was called <laughs> like the historical War of the yeah, Roses. Yeah, no, actually, it was the Name of the Rose starring Sean Connery. In the Name of the Rose in... by Umberto Eco. Oh, I was yep. fully expecting like a documentary movie. Yeah, is... I mean, you could have expected that, the, that. That movie version of that has a lot of famous people in it. We could do that one time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The 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 yeah, but. We'd have to... I've never read the novel, but I hear it's great. <laughs> but the 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 name of the rose or the war of the roses, the name of the, the rose. name of the rose, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the movie has some real people in it. But regardless, that's what I think I was conflating everything with. I thought for some mm-hmm. reason I had in my mind a historical drama. I was I was I know exactly what I thought. I remembered the Comedy Central commercial where the way they cut the commercial. It makes it seem like all of the stuff from the last 30 minutes that's actually horrifying and violent is like over the top and slapsticky. Yep. Yeah. Because there's no rape. There's no. This happened so much around this era, like 80s, 90s. Like, if this PCU was, was like this too, if... where it's like, oh, it's this fun college romp. And you're like, no, it's just horrible archetypes of actual people everybody knows. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> mm. If this movie. If this movie were, and I, I'm not talking, like, you, you gotta fix a lot of shit before you get to this, but if the end of the movie where they're, like, fighting each other were, like, adult home, adult home alone, right. where they're just oh. playing, like, goof, goof chess violence, in yeah. a house, like, mm. yeah. I, I That would be, like, it wouldn't be great, but you, it, it'd Better be fine. Than this, Dan, Daniel Stern will show up and get <laughs> brain injuries. Yeah. Ooh, Joe Pesci good. is also there, and we'll... <laughs> oh, you got to get Pesci for his creative not cursing mm-hmm. in a kids movie. Oh, that's he, true. he he won his Oscar for Goodfellas, <laughs> but he should have won a special achievement for creative <laughs> not cursing in a children's new movie category for Home this year. Alone. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. That's true. He just made sounds. Yeah. That was... I saw Daniel Stern talk about Home Alone uh, on on some TV show, and he was like, oh, when we ran lines between takes, Pesci was full cursing. (laughs) Cursing at me, cursing at Macaulay Culkin, cursing at the director. Like a 10-year-old Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Yeah. At Chris Columbus, the director, just cursing. And then as soon as they say action... Turns it right consummate off. Consummate professionals. These that people. is yeah. amazing, actually. I 
I like Joe Pesci a little more yeah. because of that. That's very fun. That is fun. He seems fine. He I don't know anything about He released a rap man. album at one point, which is very interesting. That's true. Yeah. He's yeah. also old guard, too. Like, I, I, I reckon a lot of those dudes are just like, uh, untouchable. Mm. I, I feel like he probably calls women broads. And mm-hmm. that's but it's like great. Mickey Rooney, yeah, like, where it's like, oh, he makes fun of black people, but that's his thing. It's like I don't. Mm, there's some. I don't want to ever be apologist for Mickey Rooney. No, no, no. But Yeesh. like comedians do all the time. They're just like, it was a different time, and I was like, I thought we're not doing that anymore. Isn't that exactly the thing <laughs> we're not doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel like I, I don't know why we've gotten onto this, <laughs> but like I feel like you can talk about and you can study and acknowledge someone without respecting them sure. oh yeah certainly definitely yeah yeah agreed anyway we should rate this movie <laughs> so, yeah i, I, feel I guess about I... the beatles <laughs> anyway. I, uh... all right well you're just wrong <laughs> like... i've been told many times and yet here i am <laughs> I'm not gonna i'm not gonna go to bat on this again like i can't with you and this way back shit. to dog you shit. A... wait you have a problem with my pet beetles no love those yeah. Oh, B- good. B-E-E All right. is yeah. good to go. B-E-A, get fucked. <laughs> also, we are recording on Paul McCartney's birthday right now. Oh, so I like, mean, I like him as a person. Him and... Actually, Jet everybody but John. <laughs> the fact that you... The, the idea, that, to me, to me, that you like Paul no. McCartney as a person but don't like his music is the most backwards, crazy shit I've I ever know. heard. Why are we water. not talking about my pet beetles <laughs> that are blue death feigning beetles, which are adorable? <laughs> yeah. And currently, they're like they're, they. I just rebuilt their enclosure, and they're like just digging through all that sand, and it is extremely cute. Yeah. They're so Zach, smart. Right before, right before you got on the call, Zach, Seth, and I said we don't really have a lot to say about this movie, and Seth went, "We should just vamp the whole time," and he really <laughs> came Here to play. Yeah. Like <laughs> game time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Oof. All right. Why don't we rate this stupid? Yeah. yeah, do you, do we have money? I didn't. Oh look up yeah, the yeah. It, it made a shit ton. Of I money. bet it was good if it was the third of two other uh, successful movies. Oh, yes and no, oh, but okay. Um, I mean, it's not it's not related to the other ones other than sharing the three main cast. That often yeah, is yeah. enough to carry. I feel like yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's I mean it's only it's only uh, uh, what one hour fifty six minutes, so it's not too bad. Mm. Oh, the original cut of this was three hours four minutes. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the studio was like, Danny DeVito. <laughs> You're no. beloved, but yeah. fuck no. <laughs> and then he cut it down to two hours, but still. God damn it. I can't not imagine what the hell else was oh, in this Oh, it sounded movie. torturous as is. I can't, yeah, that's yeah. baffling. Yeah. Maybe the tone makes more sense. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, this movie cost 26 mil, okay. and it made 160 oh, mil. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. That's... Pretty good. Wait, did you just say it cost twenty six million? Yes, twenty six million. Correct. I feel like they did more damage to cars than <laughs> in this movie for than twenty six million dollars. I mean, it's no Blues Brothers, but uh, well, that's it's more true. of a Blues Brothers two thousand. But um... <laughs> same cast, but hey, you know what yeah. movie <laughs> makes sense? You know what movie really sucks. <laughs> that movie was quite bad yeah. and racist. Mm. Yeah, it really it was. It ended up also being blues. extremely racist. I haven't watched it in years, but I think I might need to rewatch it and be like... Hey, it was on VH1 a lot when I was growing no. up. You know what? Blues Brothers isn't all that great either. I love it. I remember yeah. liking Blues Brothers. I haven't watched it in a number of it's years. It's very slow. You uh, you same. like the parts that you remember being awesome, and turns out that's like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, sure. but just, yeah, it's just like... Uh, um, uh, 
Carrie and uh, being sure. like shooting rockets at uh, John Belushi all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, you, oh Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna talk about the I movie so Carrie, too. which like, is amazing. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. Carrie, the movie Carrie, my second favorite. De Palma. Oh. Oh, okay. Weird. After Phantom of the Paris. Oh boy. man, we're we're doing real good. Neither here camping. nor there, nor anywhere. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, so... Th- oh, back to the Beatles. Here, there, <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate you, hate so, it. <laughs> and I sang it off tone, so we couldn't get sued. Oh, well done, well done. So the IMDb number for this is a 6.8 with 46,000 votes. Okay. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, I read I read several reviews, and people are like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Interestingly, there was a guy in... Yes, I was just going to bring <laughs> yeah, this you, up. You go, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was no, just no. talking you... a bunch, so go ahead. There's there's a guy who trapped his own wife in their house because he wanted to divorce Whoa. her, and he literally used this movie. He said in court, uh, he's like, this movie was my inspiration. Oh, it's like a template for this. Yikes. He lit the house on fire while she was boarded into it. She managed to escape, but still. If ever you needed more yeah. evidence that this is not a fucking comedy. <laughs> he got and 70 I would like years to point... in prison. Oh, good. 70. Good. <laughs> I would like to point out that we have now done two Michael Douglas movies, and both of them have directly inspired horrible acts oh, of violence. Oh, falling down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's very wow. true. Yep. <laughs> Up next, the American president. Um, <laughs> Can we? <laughs> yeah, it inspired Ant- Donald Trump Ant-Man? to run for president. Is Ant-Man a thing? <laughs> Someone like, could do. I want a fucking at Benning too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this uh, six point eight shit storm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Lee, what you got? What you got? What? Yeah, the original, the real movie is, is mad, boring, <laughs> and then uh, real upsetting uh-huh. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two. It's a two. It's it's like I hated watching. Oh, two yep. is your movie, not T double O. Yeah, I mean, it it is both of those things and also the homonym, meaning the number. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a 2.0. Zach, love like the internet. Excellent. Oh, yeah, internet 2.0. That's my new business venture, guys. Uh, What we're gonna do is bring the porn to you. And by that, I mean put old VHSs that I found in an alley in your mailbox, whether you asked for them or not. Netflix 1.0 is internet 2.0. Weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Uh, Zach, your movie was fucking amazing. I I loved your movie. I'll give you a nine. Fuck. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, Seth. Okay. I feel. It's... I was thinking of it less like a Netflix than more like a Johnny Appleseed, but with VHS. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, okay. So Netflix wanted their DVDs back because there was a limited supply of DVDs. There are infinite yeah, yeah. VHS pornos still existing in the world. So you just mm-hmm. send them out there, and they stay there. And you pass yeah. them down to your children. Oh no! And... I'm talking about. I'm like. I'm walking down the street. I got a fucking pot on top of my uh, head, like all those pictures of Johnny Appleseed when I was a VHS kid. Planting VHSs like... in the ground, and then they grow into mm-hmm. porn trees. Uh-huh. <laughs> just walk by. Hey everybody! What 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 are you doing, sir? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you have a you have a giant satchel just completely stuffed of VHS <laughs> on your side, handing out pornos to kids, <laughs> sticking them in dead trees, just mm-hmm. like this is for the future. <laughs> yep, you're, you're... Uh... Lee Lee E porno. <laughs> porno tape. Seed. No, I it's can, still seed. Besides, Let's... like. Uh, 
actual live shooting, I can't imagine a way to get arrested faster than screaming Internet 2.0 and putting VHS tapes and porn into trees. <laughs> Every human would call the cops instantaneously. <laughs> just, just, I'm the post office now. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> Oh god, this is the darkest timeline. <laughs> give, give me ratings. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, right. So the original. Uh-huh. It's 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 shitty and boring and literally like made me uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I was scared. Sounds like a it. bunch and not in a fun horror movie way. And like a this is a horrifying thing that human beings do to other human beings. Yes. It's gross. Yes, yes. Yep. So this gets a one. It's a one. To, okay. to be clear, I gave it a internet two instead of a one. 1. Oh no! Yeah, internet one point. I gave it a two instead of a one for the scene where Danny DeVito gets a foot job at a dinner party oh. when they're eating at a glass that, table. Everyone can that, see. That is it. a oh, distinct yeah. directorial choice. He had someone had to make that decision. He, yes. he yeah, rips like, open the woman's stocking and puts sauce on her oh, foot, and then wow, you left that I detail. But he, but he leaves his pants closed in between her toes, <laughs> and be or maybe figs. And and like asking, oh, the figs are delicious. As he jams a fig in between her toes. This is so much more gratuitous than I had imagined at the time. Oh, really quick, did you? Oh, I yeah. think oh. I saw Michael Douglas's dick in this movie. Did you? It was when he was pissing on the fish at the dinner party. Oh, you know, I was definitely doing my actual job during that scene mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. could not stand to be watching the movie so instead i was doing my real work i get that and i will say uh if it if it indeed was his penis um for the hog log's sake Mm -hmm, um please it definitely got throat cancer from going down (laughs) on Catherine zeta jones that that's a good michael douglas joke yes (laughs) wow we which it turns out was a lie he told this is a lie so i'm no medical doctor but yeah no fucking kidding that was a lie (laughs) he told this is he told this lie so he could get cleared for insurance while making movies Um, mm, weird okay yeah (laughs) that's very dumb yeah. Also, you, right. these little details keep coming out with the figs and the toes and the pissing on a fish and a dinner. Like you guys left out a bunch. It turns out because it was because it didn't fucking matter. Right? Sure, boring, sure, sure. and yeah. it was so incidental too. Like it was just like a random crazy thing happened, but then it was just like seeped in all of this other stupid sure. bullshit. Yeah, totally buy it. Speaking of seeping random stupid bullshit, uh, Zach's movie I was... about throwing garbage into Ron. Into oh, yeah. I mean, I w- yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good transition, Lee. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to come up with one, and you did it. Mm-hmm. Zach's movie about trash, Jesus, yeah. garbage into wine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I really liked your War of the Rose. Excellent. Um. Oh God, such a good title. It, the title really, really got me. <laughs> And you did pick up on the theme of light sabotage mm-hmm. and didn't escalate it in a super gross way. Oh, yeah. Ours is fun and lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. And you did, mm-hmm. like, research and stuff, and it was very fun. I did. I actually, um, I came up with this idea in the middle of a hike, and I'm pretty sure in the middle of the woods, I just went, ha <laughs> to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened to me once or twice, yeah. and it is, like, super fun oh, yeah. when it does. I had to write down on my phone, look up the history of Rosé. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's 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 yeah. wonderful. That, that you know that bumps you up a point, Ooh. so you get an eight point five just because yeah. of your little story there. Excellent of Ooh. how how you had a eureka moment yeah. in the woods about it's all about the <laughs> rosé movie. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I feel well, confident in that one. Yep. Thanks, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would watch that. A, a historical thing? Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it was, like, fun. Yeah. yeah. At like, all. Uh, yeah. And we can probably win the rights battle for the War of the Rosé against all of these history nerds. Legally distinct if you mm-hmm. put the Ascento on there. It's true. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> I can't help it that most people don't know how to hold down on their keyboard mm-hmm. on their phone when they're mm-hmm. talking about yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh, dear. All right. Well, uh, oh, sounds like a win. Thanks, fellas. Good one. Absolutely, it was a win. Yeah. Uh, nobody should watch this movie. The original? Yeah, no, don't watch it. It's fucking terrible. Sounds not uh, watch it. Yeah. It's bad. Um, next week, uh, we're going to have a uh, return guest on, Jeremy, for a movie called Cool um, World that my dear friends here keep saying is a cursed film. And I still it's a cursed don't film, know what Zach. that fucking means. <laughs> This is this is if if I can think of any movie more cursed than this, it would probably be Wizards, which is by the same uh, same same uh, director. But oh, you're right, it is by the same. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Zach, the original script for The Ring involved this movie instead of that weird videotape with a girl who gets trapped in a. Yeah, it's definitely cool world. Oh, cursed in like a in the true sense of the word. I thought we were making goofs here. I'm confused. Well, it's a little of column A and all of column okay. B. Much like, <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Could, should Johnny Johnny Lee Porno Seed uh-huh. also put Cool World VHSs in people's <laughs> mailboxes? I cannot I mean, answer that question. Sounds like Seth probably can. <laughs> uh, I. It depends on if he wants to start like a weird global pandemic. Oh wait, we're already in one. But oh, an man. even worse one because it involves Cool World. Here's oh. a thought: remake of the Blair Witch Project, and instead of those little weird stick things yeah, uh-huh. that they hang from the trees, just VHSs <laughs> of Cool World, where you stick the tape over a branch and just let it fall to the ground. That's oh. like, oh my god, it's the Cool World. It's coming to get us. It. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. That. yeah. Mm-hmm. This okay. is this is the worst outro we've ever this had. Anyway, coming to next week. I've, yeah. Coming to next week, a man who only gets mad on our show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was a contentious episode last time. <laughs> Every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, well, and in, until then, I'll watch what he's uh, watching. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we were pretty loose on this one, baby.